From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, August 6th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine held a news conference this morning to update Ohioans on the coronavirus, pulling no punches as he urged all Ohioans who are eligible to get vaccinated. He said more than 18,000 Ohioans have been hospitalized since the beginning of the year for COVID, and all but 300 of them have not been vaccinated. People who have been hospitalized since January in Ohio for COVID, 98.4% had not been vaccinated. 1.6% had been vaccinated. Again, there's no more strong testament to the power of the vaccine. There are now more than 857 Ohioans hospitalized with COVID-19. A month ago, that total was 200. As the number of coronavirus cases increase, doctors say they're getting more worried about children. Marissa Sines reports. Dr. Claudia Hoyan with University Hospitals now calling children the, quote, most vulnerable population. We are seeing children much, much sicker than we saw during the early days of the pandemic. Hoyan says there's no data yet that shows the Delta variant is causing worse disease in children, but the rising number in cases is raising concerns, especially as the vaccine for children under 12 remains unauthorized and mask wearing is less common than last summer. I'm Marissa Sines. The Ohio Department of Health issued new guidance yesterday as to what schools should do if there's a COVID-19 exposure in the classroom. Olivia Eugenio has the details. ODH released its guidance Thursday. ODH says quarantine is not necessary if everyone is required to wear a mask regardless of vaccine status, if there's physical distancing, and if COVID prevention policies are in place. If those guidelines aren't followed, then fully vaccinated individuals do not need to quarantine so long as they wear a mask indoors for 14 days or get a negative COVID test after three to five days. But if a student or staff member is unvaccinated, then ODH says those exposed should quarantine. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. In central Ohio, Columbus Public Health and Franklin County Public Health have both issued indoor mask advisories. Yolanda Harris explains. Health leaders say they likely would have issued a mandate if not for the passage of Senate Bill 22 by Ohio lawmakers. That bill restricts what orders can be put in place. Health officials say they're still looking at what else can be done. I have talked to um, the city attorney's office to see what our options are here in the city of Columbus, and I have been in discussion with the mayor office and city council about what our other options might be. The Massey advisory applies to everyone regardless of vaccination status. I'm Yolanda Harris. A new report released following an audit of the Ohio Department of Jobs and Family Services makes a number of recommendations on how to improve the state's unemployment system. Andrew Kinsey has more. This comes as the state auditor is conducting audits into fraud and consumer experience review. The ODJFS director says he's already working to implement changes. We will be taking all these and, you know, laying them out in a grid and putting together, you know, not just the things that we've already accomplished that the, that the report acknowledges, but how do we take those things and improve on them? And then the things that are recommended for the future, you know, how do we begin the march towards implementing them? The auditor's report is not expected to be released until September. I'm Andrew Kinsey. A central Ohio man has now been charged with murder in connection with his wife's death earlier this year. Yolanda Harris has more with Franklin County Sheriff Sergeant Brian Toth. 
Santiago Martinez was arrested back in March. His wife, Alexandra Berrios, was found with a broken skull at Battelle Darby Creek Metro Park. She later died. Martinez pleaded not guilty to the charges. One investigator says this was an abusive relationship. Ms. Berrios and her, and her estranged husband, Santiago Martinez, uh, were going in the midst of a divorce. Uh, the two had met that day to talk about the divorce, and she was basically letting him know that I'm leaving you. I'm Yolanda Harris. In Dayton, an 11-year-old boy shot and wounded inside his family's home by another young relative has died from his injuries. More from Dave James. Shamirian Alexander was pronounced dead at the scene shortly after the shooting Wednesday evening. Authorities say it appears to have been accidental, but the incident remains under investigation. Police say Alexander and an 11-year-old male relative somehow got possession of a handgun that was in the house. It's still not clear how the shooting occurred. A neighbor called 911 after hearing a child screaming for help and saying someone had been shot. Dave James, I went in news. After a delay of more than four months caused by the pandemic, data from the 2020 census used for drawing congressional and legislative districts will be released next week. Karina Nova reports. The U.S. Census Bureau will publicize the data next Thursday. The information was supposed to be released at the end of March, but was pushed back because of the pandemic. The postponement sent states scrambling to change their redistricting deadlines. Ohio and Alabama sued the Census Bureau in an effort to get the data sooner. The redistricting numbers will show where white, Asian, black, and Hispanic communities grew over the past decade. Karina Nova, ONN News. And a singer from Zanesville who created a sensation with her talent and heartbreaking story continues to captivate people nationwide. Dave James explains. 30-year-old Jane Marchewski is better known as Nightbird, and in June on the show America's Got Talent, Simon Cowell awarded her the Golden Buzzer, which advanced her past the audition rounds. But since then, she's dropped out of the competition, saying she has advanced breast cancer. On the show, it was mentioned she had a 2% chance of surviving. Now, a GoFundMe site has raised nearly $400,000 to help her with medical bills. The comments section is filled with donors who write of the inspiration that Marchevsky has given them. Dave James, in News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.